0: Welcome to episode 8 of the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. Today's story comes from Colin Kennedy. You may know Colin's name as the mind behind Quick, the Austin Gillette video, and the filmmaker behind much of the Barracks' best work. The story that stands out most in my head as being the most just like absurd thing to happen to me while I'm on like a skate trip was back in 2000 and. 2006 I believe So back in 2006 This was a, a DVS trip And we went to Mexico We went to like Mexico City um, Guadalajara And uh, Leon I think um, And then we went to Costa Rica And uh, I've been to Costa Rica Like three Or four times At this point I've been like years Prior with like Ezekiel I've been with like Maddox And DVS before um, So to me Costa Rica It always seemed like Pretty safe I don't know. It's, like, American-friendly as far as, like, uh, you know, South American and Central American countries go. It's, like, has a pretty big tourism uh, trade, and, and there's tons of, uh, you know, Americans there. I don't know. It feels like whatever. It, it doesn't feel – I think not feel ever, like, threatened or anything. And You hear about, um, you know, kidnappings or, uh, you know, other type of um, kind of, like, tourist horror stories from, from that general region. You know, like, Colombia is, is notorious for having, like, kind of sketchy stories or whatever. But Costa Rica is not it's usually like, oh, it's a bunch of people going down to uh, Central America to surf or, you know, to hang out. So on the tour is me, uh, Daywan, Daniel Castillo, Chico, uh, Jeremy Rogers, Zared, Bassett, you know, myself, Retta, shooting photos, uh, team manager Gabe. And uh, at this particular, like, part of the trip, my girlfriend at the time flew down to Costa Rica to hang out for a few days to, like, just tag along. So, we're at this shop signing in this mall just outside the capital, uh, San Jose. So, what they were saying, like, you know, it was kind of like the, the mall. Like, you know, I guess this is kind of the uh, the ritzy suburb of San Jose. So, it was like, you know, the nice mall that people would go to to go shopping. So, they had like a, you know, pretty big skate shop in there. And uh, it was just like a typical sign signing. Um, you know, if you're in the middle of the mall, there's like a desk set up for all the riders And, you know, the store has Skate more playing and, you know, a bunch of posters from the trip and stuff. And and everybody's just signing. Nothing out of the ordinary at all. You know, this mall could be in the valley of Los Angeles or it could be somewhere in the Midwest. Like there was nothing about this mall that really would would stand out. So it's one of those things where you just kind of, it's so familiar that you just kind of, you're not really paying attention to anything. It it just seems like any other kind of mall, you know. Anyway, signing, you know, signing goes off without a hitch. We head out to get back in the tour van. So we had this local uh, the local distributor, I believe his name was Alfredo. He was kind of our guide. Like he was driving the van. He was responsible for, you know, getting us to demos, signings and whatnot. So he was the guy driving. So we leave the signing. We go out to the parking lot to get in the van and it's pouring rain. And it's, I'm going to say it's probably like five o'clock in the evening. So it's like rush hour. You know, this is the, uh, I want to say it's like a Friday or something. So the, you know, traffic is pretty congested. So it takes us, like, I don't know, I'm gonna say like 10 minutes just to get out of this parking lot of the mall. So it's pouring rain, we, uh, we're turning out of the, the, uh, the parking lot, and suddenly we hear this like, boom! This one loud, like, just kind of pop. And, uh, but, you know, but, but, a, but more of like a boom than a pop. And, uh, and it happens in the passenger side, rear end of the car. And that's right where we're day one sitting. And we're like, whoa, we kind of like, everybody kind of like looks back, you know? So we're just, this is just as we're making a right out of the driveway of the mall onto the street that's super congested, like bumper to bumper traffic. And, uh, we kind of think like, oh, did somebody hit something? Like, what, what is it? You know, and we look back and day one's like, dude, something just, somebody just put something on the car. He's like, somebody just put something on the car. We're like, what? He's like, I I don't know. Did somebody put like a fucking bomb? Something's on the car. And day one is, uh, a bit of a practical joker like he definitely and he can play with like straight face i mean he's not like a the kind of guy who's like pulling a prank on every trip but he definitely can like you know play a joke and keep a straight face so we're kind of i don't know what to make of it because we all heard the sound but there's nothing there and we're at a, a mall you know so he's like he's kind of like panicking but i can't tell if he's like you know like overdoing it just to kind of sell us on his kind of gag and we're like you know whatever so we continue in traffic, and, we're, and he's like, no, and he's kind of like making his case. He's like, no, dude, I sorted out. I saw somebody. It looked like they put something on the tire, like the like the wheel well. But he's like, dude, we got to get out and check it. And we're like, all right, dude, all right, what you know, we'll check. Just hold on, because we're just stuck in this like torrential downpour. You know, it's like rainforest rain. You know, because you're in Central America, and um, you know, we're creeping along, and at the first right. You know, we have pulled out of the driveway, and at the first light we get to, we need to make a right to get onto, like, the the major road that kind of takes you from this suburb back through kind of like a windy valley to get back to the the capital, San Jose, which is where we were staying. And so, right as we're making a right onto that street, boom, again, exact same noise, exact same area of the car, and everybody kind of turns around and it's like, what the fuck was that? You know, this is, everyone's like, I told you, I told you there's something there. And you know, it's it's kind of dark, it's raining, like you can't really make out stuff outside, so we, no one really knows what it is. We're like, dude, what was that, Daddy? Like, did did somebody hit us? Did somebody, somebody, it almost sounded like someone was throwing something at the car. Like a, like a tennis shoe. Someone like smacked a shoe, uh, as hard as they could against like the panel of the car. And so we're, we're kind of a little bit, everyone's a little bit on edge now. And we're like, you know, like, did anybody see anything? We're all trying to like squint and look out the, the windows, but they're all covered in rain. It's dark out. It's like, you know, headlights glaring in your face. And um, we continue to drive on this, on this street. The traffic has, has, you know, it's still really bad, but now we're, you know, going at like maybe I'd say like 10 miles. Like it's a constant cruise. We're all kind of like talking about it. We're like, dude, what, what is it? What is it? After about like five minutes, right, and we haven't gone that far because traffic's really slow. We're kind of like coming down the hill of this valley. Suddenly the cars, like we have a flat, like a complete, like, flat tire we're driving on the rim and we're like holy shit like we got a flat that must have been what it was and so we're all thinking like that's what it was it was a, a flat like we must have the curb when we're making the right turn or you know whatever and then the driver because he's a local he's like no he's like he's like that's not what it is he's like it's a flat he's like but i know what I, he's like i know what this is he's like everybody he's like everybody take your passports or any identification and hide them right now. Like, find a place to hide your passports. He's like, if you have any cash on you, he's like, keep it out. Like, keep your cash accessible, but hide, like, your passport or if you have your social security card or anything. And we're all kind of starting to panic. And we're like, what are you talking about? And, he, and he's still driving, and he starts explaining to us. He's like, no, this is, this is like a, a typical move from, these are like kidnappers or carjackers. Like, they'll do this. They'll, they were obviously, he's explaining to us, he's like, they were obviously at the mall. Saw the crowd of people around the skate shop waiting in line to get your guys's, you know, signatures. Realized that you must be somebody, you know, either important or, you know, wealthy or whatever. He's like, they followed us out to the car, and now they've popped our tire because they don't know that I'm from here, and they're saying they know that, you know, if you have a popped tire, you pull over to change the tire. He's like, that's when they rob you or kidnap you or whatever they want to do with you, especially because we're on this road between the suburb and the. Uh, the main city, and really there's there's not much going on on this road. I mean, it's not like a pitch black, like, country road, but it's definitely a, a bit of a no-man's land. So we all started freaking out, and I have my girlfriend with me, too, so we're like, great, hey, like, we have a, a, a girl, which is even, like, another kind of, you know, aside from our passports or our money or anything like that, it's like we have a, a girl with us. So everyone's like, all right, like, get Maggie into the, to the back, you know, like, have her put these, like, do it all slowly, like, move slowly. So everybody starts, like, we're all chattering and talking of course day is like is like i told you guys I, I told you there was something sketchy i told you like you know he's feeling validated at this point but at the same time you know we're all pretty sketched out and you know we're all like looking behind us because he said you know the guy's like they're trailing us he's like they're either going to be in the car right behind us or the car behind that and he's like Every, you know like somebody look back there just one at a time and you know casually tell me what you see and so we look behind us as we're like hiding stuff, and it's sure enough, it's, it's a car full of guys. There's like three or four guys, and we can see their silhouettes, you know, because their headlights are slamming into to our car, so we can just see their silhouettes. And he's like, All right, he's like, That's them following us. He's like, They're waiting for us to pull over to change the tires. Like, we've got to just keep going. So we're going down this hill in a ravine with a flat tire in a van full of people, and it's pouring rain. So we're, it, there's kind of all of these variables, like, Holy shit, like, are we going to, you know, be able to drive safely to, to get somewhere? Or are we going to, you know, like, what's – are we going to break an axle? So we're, we're hiding all this stuff. Like, my girlfriend's kind of, like, hanging uh, in the way back, and uh, we're all kind of chattering. Like, what are we going to do? Like, you know, like, give up defi- – you know, definitely give up money if we have to. And, uh, and we're like, can we can, – you know, we're asking the driver, can we Can we make it to, you know, the next, like, kind of uh, any sort of civilization, a gas station, you know, whatever. And he's like, I don't know. I'm just going to keep driving as far as we can. Like, I'm just going to keep going as far as far as we can go. Luckily, up ahead, like way down the hill, we see the flashing lights of like a, a police car. And so this traffic has been, you know, whatever the, the traffic problem is, there's there's a cop on the scene, kind of helping direct it. So we're like, all right, we've got to make it to that cop. And he, you know, it's he's couldn't be. He's probably about like a mile away. You know, he's definitely far, far enough that it's not comforting. You know, when we were going down this hill, and you know, we're still kind of sketched out, um, and it's just one cop. So as we get closer, he's like, "All right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, because the cops kind of waving people through and stuff. He's like, "I'm going to stop and talk to this cop and tell him like what happened, like what the what the situation is. You know, because these guys are familiar with the same thing. This is like a, a typical thing that they'll do to to tourists. So we, you know, we, we pull up next to this cop. He rolls down his window. And he tells them, you know, in Spanish, like, what's going on? And the cop immediately said, like, this is how you know you're not in the States, you know, like, the cop immediately draws his gun in the middle of, like, a rainy highway, and he ushers us over, like, he tells us to pull over and park, and he has his gun drawn, and he goes back to the car behind us. And he goes up, and he, like, tells them to roll down their window and and says something to them. I don't have no idea what he says or whatever, but the whole thing only lasts, like, 20 seconds and then you see this car that has been following us it kind of just cruised by us and we all now you know feeling kind of the comfort of this cop we all kind of like are staring to try to figure out like who's in this car and you know we're staring and watching this car go and it takes off and then the cop comes up to us and he's like he's like hold on a second like let me you know let me deal with this traffic for a minute and then i will escort you guys to like the next uh, you know, gas station slash place that you guys could get a, you know, your, your flat tire fit. You know, after a few minutes or whatever, he escorts us up the road. I'd say it it wasn't too far from there. Like we had to kind of go up the valley, like, you know, start going uphill and around a few corners. And then there was like a service station. And so he escorted us to that place, but we were still kind of sketched out because we're like, well, these guys know we're going to have to get our tire fixed. Like, are they going to double back, you know, and and come back and, and basically wait and, you know, wait for us to, uh, to get the tire fixed, and it's time to follow us to our hotel or whatever. So we're—it's like one of those uh those feelings where it's like you know there's relief because the cop showed up, but then we're also like, well if you guys are that crafty, you know, like what's to stop them from being you know a half mile up the road here, waiting, lying in wait, and then you know going to follow us or calling somebody else. All of our imaginations were were definitely running wild like we had that we you know asked the cops if he could stay with us till so we changed the tire and he did and then as soon as it was changed he took off and we drove a pretty like zigzag route like he didn't go directly to the hotel we went like kind of through the city on purpose just in case these guys were following us to lose them we went back to that hotel and and uh and then that was it we made it out we made it out of a kidnapping or hijacking situation um you know, everybody made it out Thanks to Colin for sharing his story. This was one of the first episodes I recorded, but the original edit was lost in a hard drive failure, and I only could bring myself to re-edit it now. For this episode, I want to recommend the TV show Rectify. Season three starts July 9th on Sundance Channel, and the first two seasons are available on Netflix. Also, check out Colin's latest film project, Some Girl's Mother, which he's crowdfunding for right now. Head to mostlyskateboarding.com for links to my recommendations and other show notes. Don't forget to follow Mostly Skateboarding on Twitter, Tumblr, and the blog for daily skate radness.